Welcome to Warriors at Work. This is Jeannie Coomber, your guide and host. Warriors at Work is a place where everyone in the workplace can come together, gain insight, encouragement, tell stories, connect, and share wisdom. We are a place of like-minded people at different stages of life, all coming together with a shared interest of enlightening and inspiring one another. If you're interested in going from the predictable to the potent, and you want to find your warrior magic, step into the journey with us. Welcome to Warriors at Work. Okay, so here we are, Warriors at Work review. I'm joined uh, with my esteemed colleague, Lynn Schaber. Lynn, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Jeannie. Love to be here. So today we're going to talk about a really powerful book called Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. Um, This book, in my mind, is so relevant to where we all are right now. And it was an absolute pleasure to read this book and serve up the key thoughts and ideas that Lynn and I have for this conversation today. So we're going to follow the same structure as we always do when we're reviewing a resource. Um, So first of all, the the why we chose this book is, you know, compassion, full stop. It's just a subject that, you know, in in normal circumstances, a really powerful thing, right? But in in an environment like this, uh, we felt it was very much needed, especially as we move through this uh, unnerving, um, uncomfortable, abstract, ambiguous, all of the words that we're all terrified of. Um, But also personally, I didn't really understand what self-compassion was really about. So this was a huge gift to have this in my life. Um, Lynn, anything you'd want to add there? Yeah, I would say I suggested the book because it was a recommendation from Brene Brown in her book, Dare to Lead. Um, And I also, I knew about self-compassion, but did I really understand it? No, this was like very eye-opening. And as I said to you a few moments ago, um, it's such a tool that was so valuable for me right now. Um, So it reminds me of when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So it's just the right time. Mm. Okay, so let's get into it here. So who the book is for, uh, this is general population. Anybody that's interested in learning how to give yourself kindness and care, you need to have for a happier and more fulfilling life. And anybody who likes exercises, self-reflection, just general practicality, this book is for you. Um, What would you add, Lynn? Yeah, I would say anyone who wants to deepen their interactions with themselves and with the world, And we talk a lot these days about self-care and self-compassion based on what I've read in this book is so key that a key skill that many of us could improve on. I also feel like the book reminded me of our human interconnectivity and how to look at that with new eyes. So Thich Nhat Hanh, who's a, um, a Zen teacher, Buddhist teacher, calls it interbeing. And I just think that's fascinating. That is, it really characterizes what I'm seeing as the human condition right now, because this is a shared experience that we're all going through. Um, so I, I love that expression. 
so uh Lynn, why don't you share what you felt were the key components of the book or key takeaways, and then I'll add my piece. Okay, great. So um, I recognized in myself that I have a tendency to bury feelings rather than deal with them, especially the difficult feelings, obviously. And so the self-compassion and the practical tactics in this book have provided me a roadmap for how to go through my feelings and come out on the other side. Um, and uh, Kristen Neff talks about three components of self-compassion. She breaks it down really easily. So first it's self-kindness, gentle and understanding of ourselves, recognition of our common humanity, that interbeing, and then this mindfulness piece. So being aware of the balance of our experiences, the joy and the sorrow, the happiness and the sadness, and how to balance those out and get through the painful emotions to get to joy, right? Because joy doesn't just happen. It's a, it's a contrast between the fact that sometimes we feel pain and that's how we know we're feeling joy. Mm. Um, yeah, so th- that was some of it. Uh, and Jeannie, maybe you hop in and then I have a, something else maybe to share. Well, we both love that framework uh, that she referenced when the self-critic is at work from Marshall Rosenberg's book, uh, Nonviolence Communication, asking those four questions, um, I thought was, oh, it's just, it was so, so powerful, which is what am I observing? What am I feeling? What am I needing right now? And do I have a request of myself or someone else? I actually used that real time uh, yesterday. And it, there's something about naming where you are and giving yourself the space and compassion to process whatever is is top of mind yes right because oftentimes we're like no 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 we have to push through or push push it down we think we're pushing through but oftentimes what we're doing is we're pushing it down and and just uh marching on forward but it's the pushing it down of the feelings and not really feeling it that doesn't give ourselves the kindness and love that we need to really grow and open our hearts. So I love a lot. She talks about when you have self-kindness for yourself and self-compassion, it actually opens up your heart. Um, Whereas when we're feeling a lot of pain, we tend to close in and to be negative. Um, So I liked her formula for when we're actually in pain to notice the emotion and say, it's painful for me to feel this now. Mm. This is part of being human. May I be kind to myself at this moment? And may I give myself the compassion that I need? Like, it's such a easy thing to say. And when you really drop down into that, so powerful. Oh, yeah. You know, what's interesting, too, is I didn't really understand what self-compassion meant, like by definition. And I loved how she described it, that, you know, by definition, self-compassion is relational and it literally means to suffer with. And it's a shared experience, which is what we're all having right now. And most importantly, from my perspective is how to not see myself as flawed or bad when she uses the term, my self-conception is threatened. Like I characterize it as the self-critic or, or the mean girl in my mind. That's always like, did you just say that? You know, that's going to fail. You know, what's going to happen when that doesn't go right. And, and she can be really rough. And sometimes she stays around too long. And mm-hmm. I know she's there 
to, on some level, motivate me, protect me, and get me back into my quote-unquote productive self. But the reminder of the compassionate language that acknowledges where you are and then softening your response to it, like saying things like, I know this is really difficult. It was huge. Uh, Or I know you're in pain, but you'll be okay. The same way you would talk to a friend or a loved one that would come to you that's struggling with something, you would never speak to them how you speak to yourself. You just wouldn't do it. So that hit me so profoundly um, like in my heart when I read Mm -hmm. that. So I felt like she was talking to me. Mm. Wow. You know, as you're saying that, I've been thinking, I've been on a lot of virtual meetings and people, of course, are touching base and saying what's going on with them. And I'm noticing that often I'm sharing some of the difficulties that I'm feeling and dealing with this current experience that we're having. And other people are sharing more of the positive side, you know, what they're looking forward to, what they're grateful for. And I was beating myself up about that. Like, oh, Lynn, you're just coming on as negative Nelly. And, you know, people are trying to be positive and you should be moving in that direction. And just as you were talking now, I'm like, oh, it's okay to share what I'm really feeling and it's helping to ground me and maybe it's helping to express other people's feelings that they don't get a chance to express because they don't want to be in that negative space. So um, I feel better now about doing that, Where, I, but I was beating myself up in these things. Afterwards saying, oh, you know, you said it negative compared to everybody else. So I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, what's interesting about that. So if you think about just, just the climate we're in and what we do for a living. So, you know, we're, we're talking to leaders in companies. We're talking to business owners. We're talking to entrepreneurs. We're talking to founders of startups. We're talking to people that are really out uh, in a very highly visible experience, highly visible role, but they're, we're all human beings. And what I'm noticing is the co- there's been a massive conversational shift from where you might've gotten on a call or had a meeting in an executive coaching interaction that was very transactional, production oriented, strategic, moving the business forward and everything that you were talking about from a leadership perspective fit into that bucket. And what I'm noticing is that comes, but it's secondary. The primary part of the conversation is checking in on the human experience. Where are you? How are you feeling? What's going on for you today? Where's your energy? We're, we're, you know, using that grief cycle has been a very powerful uh, technique too. The Kuba Ross mm-hmm. uh, grief cycle, which Harvard Business Review did a great article on that two weeks ago, and that has helped me to identify where I am. But then, if you are, I can identify where your client is in that grief cycle. You can use a lot of uh, Kristen Neff's techniques, perspective, a lot of her languaging to get people to say, it's okay. That's where you are. So if you know that that's where you are, now let's talk about your production ability today. It may, some days you may be at a 10, some days you're at a five. And this is a climate where you need to exercise that softening wherever you can. Of course, it's not going to be perfect. And there are going to be instances where, especially if you're a senior leader in a company and you have to lead from the front, you may not have the luxury of always doing that. But there are places and times where you can soften 
and, and acknowledge where you are, which will then allow for you to show up transparent and heartfelt and, and this powerful being that you are. It's just bringing so much more of, again, that human experience into the, the conversation like I've never seen before. Yeah, a full experience. I agree. And actually, in the beginning, I was at, I was being intentional about not being totally positive and really sharing what I was feeling in the hopes that it would give people permission to share how they were truly feeling. Um, so I was intentionally doing that and then got lost in the, oh, <laughs> I'm sounding negative. But mm. I do think people need the opportunity to share everything that's going on with them right now. And once you work past the, here's how I'm feeling, then, then you can start to talk about, okay, well, what do you want to do about that? And it, and it changes for them. It's all about how they're being acknowledge where I'm at and acknowledge where I want to be and then figure out how to get there. Mm. Yeah. So this, as you can hear, uh, this book really uh, just served up some beautiful ideas for Lynn and I in our lives, personally and professionally, um, really hoping it pr provides you the context too, uh, to take this on and, and see how this can complement anything that you might be going through right now. So, so let's move into the, the key thing. Like, what did you get? What's your walk away, Lynn? After you read this book, if there was one thing that really stood out, what was it? Yeah, so for me, it was a quote that was at the very beginning of the book, which is from the Buddhist point of view, you have to take care about yourself before you really care about other people. If you are continually judging and criticizing yourself while trying to be kind to others, you are drawing artificial boundaries and distinctions that only lead to feelings of separation and isolation. Mm. Oof, heavy. Um, mine was compassion is the pathway to knowing ourselves, the world around us. And it's a crucial skill to have as we're moving through this crisis and how we're going to move forward into the new world, new way of being. Because we don't know when this is going to end. And we don't know what we're going to be like when we're coming out the other side. So how can you use this now and then? So key uh, action, if you will, to take from the book, as you can hear, like I have so much to say, there's so much here, but I think one recommendation I would put out to anybody who's going to get this book and work through it is take, take, take a chapter at a time and apply it to your life, or just hone in on the questions she asks, uh, mantras, meditations, and apply it to a painful feeling that you're having right now. And uh, I've personally used her practices a few times this week alone, and with my clients, and I've found it to be really, really helpful. What, what action would you recommend? I agree with you completely. This is the kind of book you read multiple times. It's the type of book you take off your shelf and go, I'm dealing with this right now. What did Kristen Neff say? And go and, and reference it because there's so many practical tools in there. I have been doing one of the practices that she suggested, which is to hug yourself um, mm -hmm. and really experience that taking care of yourself as if it was your mother hugging you. Um, it was a really profound experience the first time I did it. Um, and I also find that since I've started practicing kindness more for myself, I tend to be more kind and patient with others. So there's that can't but help 
us in this current experience and then as we move forward in human beings in the world. Mm, I love that. So the rating I'm given is a hell yeah, hundred percent, hands up. Go go get it right now. <laughs> Order it today. Yeah. Uh, I one agree of my, completely. One of the best books I have ever read. It's up there with the Big Leap. Thanks everybody for listening to another episode of Warriors at Work and letting us be a part of your warrior journey. You can ask questions and make suggestions for future topics at jc at geniecoomber.com. Connect with me personally on LinkedIn and Instagram and join us on the Warrior Conversations channel on YouTube and at the Warrior Magic Community page on Facebook. You can find links to all these places on my website, geniecoomber.com. And most importantly, be sure to tell friends about us, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spreaker, and Spotify. It helps others find the show and puts more warrior magic out into the world.